Let me ask, was there ever a time Jesus questioned the Father? Hi, I'm Johnny Erickson Tata, and uh, that right there is a bit of a sticky question, isn't it? Uh, Always and always, Jesus was in perfect line with the will of the Father, right? But there is that heartbreaking moment when, on the cross, he echoed those words from the Psalms, My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? And it's got a question mark at the end of it. The idea that God would allow his son to suffer the torture of crucifixion is beyond me. The humiliation of being nearly naked, the searing pain, blood, sweat, spit from drunken soldiers, the scorn of a jeering mob. Little wonder, Jesus looked up to heaven and asked why. And in this season leading up to Easter, I think it's so important that we pause to consider just what our sins did to the Lord. God himself pouring out the judgment of our sins upon his Son, every sin imaginable, lusting, lying, cheating, coveting, murder, deceit. Of course, Jesus never did a one of those things, but every single sin, every offense you and I have ever committed was racked up on his account right there on the cross. As the prophet long ago testified, surely he took up our infirmities and carried our sorrows. He was pierced for our transgressions. And the punishment that brought us peace was laid on him, and by his wounds we are healed. So, where is God's goodness in treating Christ so? Where was the Father's kindness in turning his back while his only son cried out in grief? Well, on that terrible and wonderful day, God's goodness was directed toward you and me. God forsook his own son so that he would never have to forsake you. And because of that dark hour 2,000 years ago, God says to you today, I will never desert you. I will never leave you. You know, sometimes as I think about that, I feel so ashamed. But like it says in Romans, the goodness of God is meant to lead us to repentance. To think that God's anger for my sins, your sins, was poured out on Christ so that there's no anger left for you and me, ugh. That is amazing, absolutely amazing love. How can it be that Christ my God should die for me or you, that Jesus, the Lord of life, should defeat death by embracing it, that he should plunge the knife in his own chest for for me and you? You know what this makes me want to do? Just praise him, Just, just thank him, honor him, obey him with all my heart and soul and mind. Unlike Jesus, you and I will never have to agonize at being separated from God. The Father poured out the full measure of his wrath, poured out the terror of eternal hell on his own Son, so that you and I could be family. Wow, that's how much he loves you and me. So, friend, today, get yourself disentangled from every single sin that so easily besets you, traps you, trips you up, rid yourself of it, of every daydream, every selfish longing, join me, would you, in living a life that's a thank offering to the Savior for all he did to rescue us from darkness. And friend, if this is a message you'd like to share with others, I've copied it onto a little track called Amazing Love. I'd like to send you several in English, a couple of copies in the Spanish language as well. Just go online to johnnyandfriends.org and ask for Amazing Love. Because when love is as amazing as is the love of God, you just got to give it. You just got to share it. You just have to pass it on. That's what you do when love is that amazing.